The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and thanks for tuning in this morning and listening to us. I'm pretty excited that you're making us part of your Saturday morning or afternoon or evening if you're listening to us on the podcast or the stream or whatever information, but we're in your home for this holiday season and every Saturday throughout the year. Okay, um, I've got a couple things here. First of all, you know, it's December. I know, I know. I can't believe it because... While there were a couple of days, we had days in the 50s, and while that's not good for ice fishing, um, I'm not complaining yet, okay? Uh, I also wish good luck to all the deer hunters in the second season in Illinois. Uh, While the first day was a little bit cold out there, and it was really windy, as Alma Fudd would say, maybe some uh, spots will get better uh, with the weekend, and, you know, that'll get better. Okay. Perch anglers, though, they're the only complaint I heard from the perchers was that on those windy days, you couldn't keep a boat out there. But the, the shore fishermen uh, at 87, 95ths and some other places uh, in, in Illinois and Indiana are taking fish on a wide variety of baits. So congratulations to those guys. And I can just see a plate of perch. Oh, all right. I got to get back to the show. <laughs> I was drifting off there. Hey, on this week's show, we have Tim Mondel from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County to tell us about the programs that are available with a holiday spin to it. That's right. We're going to put a little holiday spin on it uh, for the little kids, the middle kids, families, and old kids like you and me, (laughs) okay, (laughs) that can get out and enjoy, uh, you know, some time right in our own backyard in the Cook County Forest Preserves. It's really... There's so many great programs. Just go to the Forest Preserve District, CC Cook County FPD, cookccfpd.org, and you'll get information uh, on all the events that are going on. Definitely check it out. But listen, listen to Mr. Mondel tell us all of the cool stuff that's going on. Then the crappie professor. Yes, the crappie professor. He's got his little hat on. He's got his little bitty glasses, but he's dressed up with a lot of clothes today because him and Todd Todd, another great angler and listens to the show every single Saturday, are up at Red 
Lake, about six hours away where they have good ice and hot fishing. You know, when you got good ice and hot fishing, you can't go wrong. Uh, so we'll hear from them uh, uh, live on the water, re- I should say, on the ice report. And then in, in the last segment, well, I got a note that the Aiden Fishing Report won't be here this week because he's in a Christmas hockey tournament this weekend. And uh, he's been extremely busy, but he says, I'm on the ice, but the wrong ice, Grandpa, uh, for fishing. <laughs> he said, okay, don't, don't drill the ice on the uh, through the ice on the uh, ice uh, arena there. The, the guys will get upset. Uh, but then we'll ha- also have fishing reports and other outdoor information for you on today's program. A uh, couple of things. I just got back um, middle of the week, Wednesday, from the Illinois Conservation Foundation's annual director's hunt, pheasant hunt. It was a director's hunt. And uh, people, you know, made a donation to uh, spend... You get a, a, an overnight, you've heard the commercials on the show, uh, for about 150 shooters and hunters, they released like 500 birds. These were bobwhite quail and pheasants. And if you didn't have a dog, we had some great guides out there with dogs. It was so much fun. We really enjoyed ourselves a lot. And uh, the food was fantastic at the banquet. Uh, the people from the Illinois Conservation Foundation were there. And it was so nice to see the director, Colleen, just, you know, walking around, talking to all the different uh, hunters and, you know, how you doing? What's going on? How was your day out there in the field? It just, it made me feel good. It really did. I liked it a lot. Well, that, was, that was a pretty cool thing. Uh, we're also going to have uh, information uh, I better do it right now. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors, okay, there is a little article about a 36-point buck that was shot in Cold County, and someone left it. 36-point. They got the rack. It's unbelievable. Go check out that article. See the rack. You won't believe somebody left that one alone. I can't believe it. I tell you what, you know what? We got a whole lot more show. We got some people that want to get on and talk to you people. And let's have some fun on the first weekend in December right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. The Tower Corral presents What Sweeter Music, a concert of Christmas songs, Oh Holy Night, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and more. Saturday, December 3rd, 7.30 p.m., Sunday, December 4th, at 3 p.m., where? Emmanuel Episcopal Church of LaGrange, 203 South Kensington Avenue, LaGrange, Illinois. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Enjoy a concert of Christmas music. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. 
plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot, ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Time of year, deer season's back, it's finally here. Take the fellas up north and stay in the shack. A week without the wife won't wanna come back. Gotta wake up early on opening day. But first, I better finish off a case. I say, spend the night playing cards and drinking black beer. Shoot, there it is, let's get some deer. Shoot, there it is, 
everybody. It's the first Saturday of the month. Uh, I don't think the swallows are flying around here to Capistrano. They're already down in uh, California, but let's see what... Oh, the perch moved in. That's right. As the perch move in for Thanksgiving into the Chicagoland area, Tim Mondel shows up to talk about the Forest Preserve of Cook County. I came with the perch. You didn't see me? No, I didn't see you come with the perchies, you know? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing okay, my friend. How are you? Good, good. Everything's well in this world. Good. Hey, Forest Preserve District. I mean... People think that, well, you know, it's cold outside. They don't have anything going on. And, you know, how many times have we said, come to the outdoors, right in your own backyard, the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. There is so much stuff going on. It's unbelievable, right? Always. Always. Yeah, yeah there is. There's never a dull moment. Uh, you know, the nature center is essentially open. 365, um, and from the recreation zone team side, we're constantly programming different locations. Um, you know, come the wintertime, we tend to program at sites that have an indoor pavilion or some type of warming shelter for mm-hmm. the obvious. Yeah. Um, you know, but even if we offer a winter hike, whether it's a snowshoeing or like a, a wildlife tracking or something to that effect, um, We'll try to try to go back in, in an area or have a fire pit going just to keep all the participants who want to come on out and be with nature during the wintertime uh, warm, which is kind of essential. We want you to have the good time. We want you to be part of the preserves and, and know it's yours. It's in your backyard. Yes, and, and I'm very happy that the people of Cook County uh, passed the referendum to make it even better than it is today. It will <laughs> definitely be such. Yes. I, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm a Cook County taxpayer to begin with. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, you know, for my kids and my family, mm-hmm. and friends and relatives. But, you know, from, from the programmatic side and the experiential side, which this department, what we want. We want an opportunity to offer as much as we possibly can in all areas as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Cool. So what are some of the cool things that I'm going to go to this month? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Actually, you've got one coming up tonight. Um, they've, they've offered this event. I think this was the fourth annual or fifth annual. This is the winter bonfire up at Camp Dan Beard in the Northbrook region. Oh. Um, it, it, it's a really good time. It's a really good time. Um, Dan, Camp Dan Beard is, is more known to be um, for large group sites. So when you have... 20 people, 30 people, 100 people, depending on who you're bringing out for a camp or retreat. It's a good spot to go to, so it's a perfect location, really, because it's wide open. Um, so our resource management crew will come on out, and they actually create a Lincoln Log-style bonfire, like 20 feet tall before it's even lit. Jeez. <laughs> it's massive. Oh, it is. You can feel the warmth from Port Wine Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's warm. <laughs> Um, so they have that. There's astronomy and s'mores that they're not mm. cooking on the big bonfire. Mm-hmm. All right. They have a separate fire for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, eyebrows completely burned off. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they've just got a, a few different activities, and it's a 4 to 8 p.m. event. If you haven't done it, I would definitely recommend it just because of the experience. Plus, although it's not Palos with the Dark Sky Initiative, you still have less ambient light coming from the streetlights, so mm-hmm. you can actually see a lot of the constellation and stars and different things in the solar system, you know, to the naked eye or using a telescope. That's cool. And then I, you also, at the Little Red Schoolhouse uh, today, 
At 7.30, you've got the Silent Night Walk. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good day, yeah. You know, we've talked about this before. With Little Road Schoolhouse, they tend to do a lot of evening programs mm-hmm. um, based on their location and initiative that I just discussed. So it's a really good place to go out there and take advantage of it while you can. Um, it's odd. I think we are trained to have noises all the time, just kind mm-hmm. of the nature of our, our work and our lives these days. So to kind of go out there and just embrace the quietness and let mm-hmm. nature do its thing, it's a really different experience. Get yeah. a chance. Go check it out for sure. Yeah. Uh, another thing going on tomorrow, Sunday, from 11 to 2, is the River Trail uh, Nature Center is having a bird feeding drop-in. I mean, do they just kind of show up for coffee or what? <laughs> yeah, perfect. To go with that. They're, they're trying to show them how to um, how to create the proper bird feeder, what type of bird feeder is needed in which region, what cycle it's helping. I think that's the other thing. Oftentimes mm-hmm. folks will just throw bird feeders out there and say, well, oh, I saw a yellow bird or a blue bird or a red bird or a big one. Uh, there's a rhyme and a reason and a science behind it. Um, so it's kind of a cool opportunity to go check out and, and learn a little bit more about the native species and native birds in the areas and which ones you can attract and, again, mm. why you do it, more importantly. Cool. Yeah. It's something I've never gone to this, and I'm really trying to figure out my schedule because how do I go to here? How do I get there? How do I get there? <laughs> but it's <laughs> at Sandridge Nature Center, they're having a Christmas past, and I think this is such a cool thing for a family to go to where your kids who are only used to pushing, pushing buttons on it, you know, to make the TV screen move, see what it's like Christmas long ago. Right. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It still happens at home all the time. My kids like want to watch some, I've been used to Scrooge thing. And of course, for me, at my age, all I think of is the Bill Murray version of Scrooge. And it's like, Oh, what I think of, right. So when I when I my colleagues put together something like this, it's vastly different. It's like, oh, it is a pioneer themed uh, um, winter winter program, winter event, mm-hmm. and it's always a lot of fun when folks get out there. Uh, Sand Ridge, uh, I've, I've talked about as well quite a bit. It's kind of this nature center campus. It's got the Kink Browns. You have the the new revamped nature center. You have the aquatic center nearby too. But they have these pioneer cabins they use for certain interpretive events, historical days, uh, Underground Railroad movement, things like that. Um, So for this one specifically, they're going to make handmade toys, uh, different crafts, kind of see what they're cooking or preparing near the open fire. Um, It really creates an ambience to what it means hundreds of years ago to be with nature. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to where, like I said, where we currently are this, today. So it's really a great opportunity to go yeah. check out that site specifically. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna they're gonna do handmade toys. They're gonna, you know, make you're gonna play with handmade toys. You can make a craft, and you can see what's cooking on the open fire. Now, if we're talking a side of beef, buddy, I'm there right up front. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I live on the. Are opposite end <laughs> of Sandridge, world. but you will see me fly on 294 to get down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, what else we got going on? I was going to say, I know it's your favorite time, wintertime, and Sagawa Environmental Learning Center is obviously known for its uh, the canyon tours and its geography and, and, and a few other things, but um, 
it has a cross-country ski course. And they open that up come wintertime. So even if it's you're a novice or you've been there a few times or you just need to go and get your gear revamped, they're doing a wax clinic uh, throughout the month. So kind of go out there and learn which wax is best for your skis. And, again, if you want to go out there and rent some or borrow one to get out there, you can go do that too. But mm-hmm. um, based on snow and precipitation and all that jazz, uh, go check it out. Uh, it's really if I understand correctly, Chauncey, I feel like that used to be a former Olympic training site. I feel like that's the truth. Well, I've, I've been there for the lessons for cross-country skiing. And I went out there, and we had a camera crew come follow me, which is always you never want to take a camera crew when you're not feeling comfortable. And if if you can walk, you can cross-country ski. It's, you're just shusting. You're, you're sliding your feet forward. And, and once you've – it only takes a few minutes, really. You, all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I got picked up a rhythm here of just kind of moving. And you just zip and fly down the trail, and it's nice. And then we came to the point where I had to go down a hill, and they put these little pylons, to, and they wanted me to go, what's it, uh, in between the pylons back and forth, just going slowly. Like a slalom. Like a slalom, thank you. Okay. Slalom. The reason I can't remember the word swallow because Chauncey got up there, looked at this, and said, nah, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall. So all I did was open my legs a little bit, and I went right down straight and had the pylons go right between my, my feet. <laughs> repressed memories you never want to think about once. <laughs> but that was, that was fun. That was fun. And you can laugh about it years later, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it, it is a cool experience. And people oftentimes think you gotta, you think you got to go north into Wisconsin or some other areas with higher altitude. Um, you can go down to places like this. If they groom the trail, it really creates a cool, cool uh, experience for you, and the little ones. They mm-hmm. have youth size ones too. So even if you want to get them out there because they're tired of watching, you know, something on TV or something else like that, it's a good, it's a good day to get out there. Yeah, sure. and you know something else that I think I'm I'm excited about too is, uh, you know, there's dads and moms, you know, depending on who's watching the kids, or whatever. And here, ten o'clock in the morning, you could do a nature treasure hunt at Bemis Woods South. Now, I'm going to go find that one because this is in my backyard. And um, <laughs> But they have that one, uh, an open nature play on Wednesday at 10 a.m. at uh, Dan Ryan Woods. I mean, there's programs for little kids to have fun for, you know, an hour or two with their mom or whoever's sitting them, with, you know, and they get to get out and go do something, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, again, we talked about in the beginning of this, uh, of our chat here was, we, as a department, have pushed really hard to create something for everybody. At least in our eyes, what we think is something for everybody. We'll continue to revamp that and reevaluate it and try to add even more. But if, if we can do anything to draw people out, we're going to do it. That's, that's kind of what we are. Like Here, for example, winter breakout adventures. So folks are typically get off of school the last week or two weeks of December, depending on where you live and mm-hmm. what type of school you go to. We purposely set up a break breakout camp during that time because we know that folks will have to go to work. And sometimes the grandmas and the grandpas or the aunties and uncles, whomever is watching them, want something for them to do. So yeah. why not offer that during that time when we know you're off of school and you're going to want to come out and be part of it? Mm-hmm. And if we have snow next Saturday, 
oh, baby, we're going to go down to Swallow Cliff. Well, we're going to have a coronary going up the cliff, and then we're going to have a coronary coming down the cliff. It's uh, sad because it's true. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, they, you know, they still have the, the um, flooding hill over there. Toboggan shoots are gone. Yeah. People know that. We all miss them. I know. Um, but that's a long yeah, slide. It's, it's a long slide down. Yeah, I grew up with the one at Caldwell, and that hill isn't nearly the size of Swallow Cliff. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up that far south. So for me, I could only imagine the excitement of doing something like that back then. Um, not going on a saucer. Still a lot of fun, too. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is um, it is one of those really cool times you can pass on a generation to say mm-hmm. you did that because Swallow Cliff has been around for a long time. So, um, yeah, so this is kind of a play on our fall series of uh, Star Stories and S'mores. Uh, but considering Swallow Cliff Stairs are as popular and known for that side of it all, uh, colleague Justin Mercer and the Central team uh, have partnered on that. So there, and there's a beautiful LEED certified comfort shelter and building on site over there. So even if it is pretty chilly and you've got a decent amount of snow, go inside, warm up by the fire pit. I believe that there's a vendor down there too, so you can get some hot cocoa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you really, it's, it's a beautiful sight just to look out once you get to the top and catch your breath. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about all these different things, and we're not even touching all of them. I mean, there's so many things to do and see and stuff, and, like, you know, the, they're doing that, the, the campfire thing, I think twice. They're doing it later on in the month at December 22nd at Dan, Camp Danbeard in Northbrook. Uh, they're doing, you know, the snowshoe walk at Camp Sullivan. Hey, I, you know, it's easier for me to walk on skis than snowshoes. <laughs> I got to tell you that because snowshoes, you got to walk like a penguin a little bit. And uh, <laughs> I know it's a bad vision you for you. No, 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 no. I know, but, but it's a good point because people think, oh, I throw them on and just walk. I'm like, you're not walking. You're picking your legs up and tracking mm-hmm. forward. It's very different style up together. But, yeah, go ahead. I cut you off. No, no, no. You didn't cut me off. And, and But, I mean, it's just that it's so much fun for all the different programs, Wildlife Connection, Small Serendipity, Resolution Walk, New Year's Eve Resolution Walk. That's going to be coming in January. You've got the Renew, Rejuvenate, and Restore. And I want you to say three times, what did you say, sledding, s'mores, and... Scary. Stories and s'mores. Why did you put me in a spot like that? <laughs> I want you to say that three times fast, you know, because yeah, I tried saying it once. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, we look at, and when we're creating these programs, we're typing into Excel. You, mm-hmm. you see the same letter every single time. You're like, oh, my gosh, which word am I looking to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, the other thing, too, what? that we're doing is, yeah. um, you know, I talked about this, too, as well, as the, um, um, which, oh, gosh, the, the challenge sites. So we're trying to connect people with Nature Challenge, yeah. Sockwoods, Miller Meadows, Caldwell Woods. Um, so my team has pushed pretty hard to do some indoor programming, and you're going to see that in other locations, too, during the wintertime. Mm-hmm. There's these different styles of workshops. So you're going to see stuff like toy making or mm-hmm. art workshops. Again, bringing folks out, even if you can't be outside for mm-hmm. a long time, you're still bringing them out into nature if the pavilion is you know, within the Cook County Forest Reserve District. That's exactly it. It's going to be a fun time. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to see things. You're going to touch things. You're going to feel like part of nature today and part of nature back 50, 70, 100 years ago, all right in your own backyard, right? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And where do we go to get all this information that we've been dumping on people? <laughs> people like I, my hand hurts from writing it all. Yeah. Uh, just go to the Forest Preserve District's website at fpdcc.com. fpdcc.com. That is it. Well, you have a most joyous Christmas with you and your family. Okay. You too, sir. Yeah, enjoy the holiday, the break, and mm-hmm. everything. Yes, and everything, and, and make sure that, that, I can't call him Little, but Little Otis gets out there and has fun on a sled, okay? <laughs> Will do. He's a beast. I know. <laughs> I got to rail that kid in. <laughs> Mr. Mondel, thank you again for a year of absolute joy and getting people interested in the great outdoors. Oh, it's my pleasure, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey. On Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff. So become part of Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the entire Midwest. With training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. Hey, sportsmen, it's the season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Sign up at midwestoutdoors.com. Feeling extra generous? Give a three years for $45. You can't beat that deal. Go to MidwestOutdoors.com and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. Happy holidays from your friends at Midwest Outdoors. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to takemefishing.org. That's takemefishing.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Down in the meadow in a itty-bitty pool swam three little fishies and a mommy fishy too. Swim, said the mama fishy, swim if you can. And they swam, and they swam right over the dam. Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey everybody, 
Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And I know I keep, where's their ice? They had ice on the chain. Yeah, they had it for 30 minutes, folks. Uh, You know, I want to go ice fishing. Well, you got to head north. Well, two guys that I know that are, if I could say it with love in my heart, besides being great fishermen, they're also ice cycle. Now, you know, we got to talk to these two guys because uh, we've got uh, Jim Cupchow and Todd Todd, who are, where are you guys at? Well, currently we're at Upper Red Lake. Um, we're on our eighth day of a trip, Jim and I. Uh, we started the first four days in the Detroit Lakes area fishing with the godfather of ice fishing, Dave Gens. Oh, my God. You went out with Gens? Yeah, Dave Gens. Yep. Uh, it's his 75th birthday on Monday. Um, so pretty much, and Jim's been with me on previous trips where we'll buy him a cake and ice fish and celebrate his birthday. <laughs> That's pretty cool. God, that would be that would be an honor to fish with them. Okay, now you guys, you said you're up at uh, Devil's Lake, right? Upper Upper Red Lake. Upper Red Lake. Where in blessed name did you drive to go to Upper Red Lake? Well, like Todd said, it's uh, it's about six hours north, but we started out uh, south and west of here, and we're uh, ending up our trip here going for some walleye. It's 600 miles, uh, basically, from the Chicagoland area. It's a pretty easy drive from 90 to 53, over to 2, and up to 71. Um, we're about 60 miles south of Baudette. So you're up there. Yeah. You're, you're up there. Now, what do you, I mean, you guys get up there, you're out for a couple of days of fishing. How is, this is good ice, right? Oh, yeah. First ice is always the best solid ice you got. It was a solid base of a good 5 to 6 inches and now we're probably closer to 10 with the dropping temps wow that's the, the, the ice machine is working so what are you what are you guys working for i mean are you just crappie fishing or are you walleye fishing like you said you went up there to do or are you just fishing for anything that grabs on one of them little uh whack them and stack them jigs that cup likes to use yeah we started out with the panfish chaunts and we were walking out for the first couple of days uh it wasn't thick enough to run a machine on it, so we were hitting some small panfish lakes, targeting bluegill and crappie, and had a phenomenal time. Uh, they were just on fire for us. Mm. Now, now we Upper Red Lake is predominantly a walleye lake. Oh, so we're here. Uh, we're here just for walleyes. Okay, and when you say it's predominantly a walleye lake, what's that, What are you looking for? What are you seeing like an average fish up there? Six hours, uh, 600 miles to get some good walleyes is not a lot of time for me. I mean, I'll go that far. I mean, I, that's not long at all to go for good walleye. Well, yesterday there was a group we were fishing with. Um, we launched out of Bear Paw Guide Service in Waskis, and Steve and his son Tyler, oh, Frank's hooked up with the fish. This is a Saturday morning that I mean, that was Frank's first drop down the hole when uh, you called. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little cigar. That one's probably 9, 10 inches. Um, this here, uh, this lake is like southern Lake Michigan. It's very big, not as big as Lake Michigan, but it's only like a 2% grade. So you got to go out a mile just to get to maybe 9 feet of water. <laughs> it's not a walking out lake, is it? Well, there are some guys that are doing it, but uh, I don't know what time they got to leave to get out here. And some did beat us, some walkers. Well, those are the the Northmen. Those are the strong men from the Dakotas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what, what? Tell me what kind of rigs that you guys are using out there. Um, I'm running uh, 
a clam flutter spoon or a leech lake flutter spoon, and we just tip it with a minnow head. You know, that's pretty much it. So these fish are roaming around, and, and they're just foraging. They're not relating to any type of structure. And so you're just bringing them in, and pretty much when they come in, they're going to smack the uh, smack your bait because they're hungry. Hmm. And and we're all using different baits. You know, Jim, you're using... Yeah, I have a big spoon, the same spoon we run during the open water period for crappie. Just a larger version with, again, a fat head, uh, the minnow head on it. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that they say about uh, ice fishing is you, you can't be... All your movements of your lure have to be subtle. But if you're using a spoon, you have to give it a little bit more of a wrist flip, don't you? Yes, this is a reactionary bite. This isn't finesse. We're not fishing clear water for skittish, you know, 10-inch bluegills on the Madison chain. No, this here is, you know, reactionary. These fish are roaming. Um, and it, and it, it's weird because yesterday, Jim and I were fishing um, maybe 8 feet apart. Yeah, 8, 10 feet and, at most. You know, and, and, I, and I caught two fish at once, and, you know, Jim was getting them every so often. <laughs> And, and I had that here a couple years ago when my buddy had already caught his limit of walleye, and I hadn't caught a fish yet. And then the next fish that I got was a 44-inch pike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that, that, that's a good fish. <laughs> yeah. That's a tackle tester right there. Yeah, a lot of screaming on that little reel. Uh, <laughs> but why just the minnow head? I mean, you know, there's more meat behind the head of the minnow than there is in the head of the minnow. Uh, it's easier for them to grab, plus you have the blood and the guts hanging out there, I believe, you know, whether it's the scent that brings them in. Because you know how walleyes, in, no matter what body of water you're on, how they short strike it sometimes. Oh, I mean, yeah. think about the stinger hooks when you're snap jigging on Lake mm-hmm. Erie. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. Yeah, that puts the, the hook point right at the business end. As soon as they come in to take a nibble, they're hooked. Yeah, and the eye of a minnow. I, I think is an attractant, uh, besides the guts and everything else. I think the eye of that minnow, z- they zero in on the eye thinking that, okay, here's the head, everything else must be the body, so I'm going to grab that head first, and they're actually grabbing the hook. That, that's a good premise, and that could be one of the dynamics at work. And uh, Until we sit down and have dinner with the walleye and ask him, we'll never know that answer. But <laughs> every, time we, every time we sit down for dinner with a walleye, he's on the plate. Yeah, he doesn't talk much, I bet. But, you know, the benefits are good. The benefits are good. We'll, we'll go with that, you know, the benefits. But, okay, so, you know, you drive up there. Now, today's walleye, the other days that you were up there, you were fishing in the same lake or another lake? No, no, we we hopped, I think, probably four or five different lakes this trip. And, um, uh, Dave Gens, um, he's over towards uh, Otter Tail, Becker County, over by the Itasca State Park, mm-hmm. which is the headwaters of the Mississippi. And it, it, it's just a plethora of little lakes, you know, that could be 300 or, or, or 1,500 that are just chock full of, of big panfish. Mm. I know I got a couple of pictures from you guys uh, a day ago. Uh, Jim sent out, and I'm like, "Look at the size of those panfish! Oh my gosh!" Yeah, you know, ten-inch uh, bluegill, or you don't even sneeze at them, and uh, pretty much a crappie's got to be over thirteen to get a second look. Oh my know? gosh! And this is all six hours from where I'm, uh, six hundred miles from where I'm sitting. That is correct. You know, some of these crappie, they turn broadside, and it's difficult to get them through the small auger, auger hole. We're not running, you know, 10-inch 10, 10 auger. Uh, I think we got a 5 and a 6 or 5 and 7. 
Well, that means you need a bigger hole, you know? You've got to take your time with them, Sean. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, that just sounds absolutely unbelievable. And you guys are just sitting in a pop-up, right? Well, the first couple of days, it was so mild. We were just sitting on buckets. Uh, we had a couple of days where the wind was howling over 30 miles an hour with mm-hmm. wind gusts that you had to hunker down. But yeah. uh, today, it calmed down again, so we're really looking forward to... Uh, just sitting out on a bucket or sitting in the, the chair in your trap and enjoying the day. So bluegill and panfish on the first couple of days. Now we're aiming in on the walleye. Um, are you going to go to tip-ups at all or no? We do set some tip-ups out in relation to, you know, our jigging rods just to cover a, a little more water. Mm-hmm. But uh, predominantly, you know, the tip-ups, we kind of consider them an anchor because you can't move efficiently and effectively when you got to pick them up. And, oh, I got one. I got, I got one. one. We're going to go over here. Oh, geez. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Oh, we almost pulled it right out of the bucket. That's okay. This, this, is called, this is called live action, folks. <laughs> almost, almost lost my uh, rod down the hole. No. No, we got the rod back, but we missed the fish because it took us too long to get over here. Oh, wow. That's the one downside to doing the dead stick. Mm-hmm. They do occasionally pick up big fish. We just couldn't get over here quick enough. And a dead stick is you just, just have a rod locked. Yeah, just uh, the bait uh, down there with your spoon or a plain hook. We mm-hmm. switch out a simple rig just to have the additional line out. Yeah. and that's the one that they hit. And we've got friends here, Frank and uh, Jason, are sitting very close. We probably should have hollered at them to get this. Mm. One. Okay, <laughs> but they're they're currently jigging under a flasher, watching their baits and jigging in the marks. Oh, they're playing video games, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much <laughs> the adult version of uh, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We call that the we call that the Vex box. Oh, the Vex box. Vex box. <laughs> well, I mean, over the years, uh, Todd, we've done this show interviews with people doing all kinds of activities in the great outdoors. And like today, having, you know, you hook up onto a fish, we were talking to somebody in a goose blind, and you could hear him call, one person in the blind calling, not on the phone, but he's near the phone. And then all of a sudden, the guy goes, get ready, get ready. And they says, as the interview goes, he goes, Chance, hold on a second. And he puts his phone down, and you can hear the more activity in the guns. You can hear the guns clicking, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 <laughs> on the air. And then he goes, I'm back. Just like nothing happened, you know? I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Business at hand. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. Well, that's cool. Let's see. I like with Captain Tony. Maybe we'll talk on another fish another minute or so, you know, for you. Yeah, we're out, you know, most weekends, you know, starting at Thanksgiving. And um, the latest we ice fished in this area was uh, March 6th or March 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And uh, we still actually had the snowmobiles out on the lake. Wow. No, not March. Uh, excuse me. That's May fifth. May fifth. May fifth. Not March sixth. Yeah, yeah, Cinco de Mayo. May fifth. Wow. So we got a long season. Um, I'm I'm trying to talk Jim uh, at the beginning of April going to Lake Winnipeg with me to catch some greenbacks. Mmm. Some big walleyes there. Yeah. That's, that's another one of those on the bucket list, John. Yeah, I imagine it is. So you're using um, how how heavy test line? Uh, most of it. We're running about six pound. Six you know, or you could, or you could run a braid with a, a mono or a fluorocarbon leader. Mm-hmm. But like I said, these fish don't care. They're hungry. They're swimming. Sorry, just got another hit. Yeah. He's, he's there. 
We're talking to fish on, folks. We're talking to fish on for these guys. Watching him. He's pulling. He's running. He's running? He's nibbling on it. Got, got him. Got him. Oh, okay, we got to wait till you get it in. We got to wait till you get it in. <laughs> this is a, a wonderful Saturday morning. Oh, another cigar. Another another cigar. Hey, nothing wrong with cigars, okay? <laughs> I, I don't smoke them, but I love to catch them, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, he's going back. He's going back. Well, that's so you cool. You know, I think you alluded to at the hour... Uh, the hours drive that you get up here, yeah. I think the limit is three fish, one of which can be over uh, 17, Todd? Yes. So it, it's not like you're coming up here to fill the freezer, but you are coming up here with the potential of pulling something that's going to be somewhere between 22, 26 mm-hmm. inches. Wow. So it's that big overfish that you're really looking to tussle with. Well, um, on, there was a, a guy that lives in our area that came up and fished with us about three days ago, Kyle Lund. And Kyle just come up for two days, drove it, and uh, he had a hard. I don't think he caught a fish under twenty inches. <laughs> you know, so he only, you know, he can only go home with one fish. Oh yeah. You know, to catch him under seventeen is mm-hmm. sometimes a little difficult. Okay. Well, you two guys have way too much fun up there this morning, and uh, catch a nice big one. I'll look for photos from Jim because uh, he's good at posting photos. And uh, I want to thank you, uh, Jim Kupchow, the cop- crappy professor that he you've heard him on my show before. He's at the uh, Chauncey's uh, great event at Paul's Pizza. Also out there with him is Tad Tad, who comes to Paul's event and uh, fishes a tremendous amount in the area and keeps a lot of people informed of what's going on. Boys, thanks for spending the morning with us a little bit. Happy Saturday, Chauncey. Happy Saturday. Right, you take care, Chauncey. All right, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Oh, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. (laughs) A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 
or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. The Tower Corral presents What Sweeter Music, a concert of Christmas songs, Oh Holy Night, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and more. Saturday, December 3rd, 7.30 p.m., Sunday, December 4th, at 3 p.m., where? Emmanuel Episcopal Church of LaGrange, 203 South Kensington Avenue, LaGrange, Illinois. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Enjoy a concert of Christmas music. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at Exit 77 on Interstate 57. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Black and blue with a hand of yellow, the blue gill boogie. Yeah, the blue gill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. The blue gill boogie. Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. I mean, it's always good to talk to. Tim Mondel and all the 
great programs in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. And oh, wasn't that fun? I was I was having so much. I felt like I was uh, sitting next to those guys out on the ice, except I was warmer than they were. That's all. And then, uh, they, you know, they lost that one fish, and then they got the little small walleye. I mean, this is what's called fun radio. I really do mean that. It was a great time. Everybody was cheering, and uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, but uh, you saw that article, I hope, uh, if you got a chance to see that 36-point buck that was found shot and left in a field. Uh, I, they, the Illinois DNR Conservation Police are trying to figure out what happened. They, why would anybody leave such a magnificent uh, you know, creature? But they're, they're doing their investigation, and hopefully we'll find out more. Uh, the, the ATV trails that are in Wisconsin, the snowmobile and ATV trails are having a good time. Uh, there's not enough snow in a lot of those areas for the snowmobile, but the ATVs are definitely having fun. Uh, once again, this weekend is the second weekend of deer season in Illinois. So if you're going to be out uh, in areas that are having deer hunting going on, uh, please wear an orange vest, an orange hat. It's not going to bother you. It's just a little bit of a safety thing. I, I know I'm overconfident, but I am a hunter safety instructor, and I just like to make sure that you're all being safe in the great outdoors. Uh, we got to talk about some fishing. I talked about perch earlier, and one of my reporters, a great guy, two hot dog Joey, he called me up and he left this great message for me. He says he saw people catching perch last on the weekend and beginning of this week at the, in the Calumet River, 87th Street, 95th Street. Uh, boaters were doing probably a little bit better than the uh, shore fishermen, but the shore fishermen were catching some fish. They really were. Uh, boaters actually were picking up fish almost to McCormick Place. They were working a bunch of different areas, and they'd see a school, pop a couple of fish, and you'd have to move because these fish are running in schools, and that's the important thing to remember. He said uh, he also saw a few lake trout being taken and smallmouth bass, uh, the fishermen that were working around the uh, break walls, the big concrete break walls, uh, which is a good sign. Most of everybody's using minnows, uh, perch flies, shrimp is another one that I'm seeing used a lot on the lakefront. Let's not pass that one up. And then we are uh, seeing, you know, I, I really do like those squids. You take a squid and you slice it thin and put it on your hook. And because the water, it just swims like it's a little white minnow. And that can pull in some fish. I ought to try that one. And you know what? Just throw them in the back of the freezer. They'll be okay. Uh, some, a couple of browns are taken in boats also off Chicago, working a little bit further north uh, this time of the year. But that's uh, a nice sign that they're seeing the boats out there, you know. And remember, if you're take, throwing a boat in, always have a bag of sand or something like that because the ramps do get a little bit slippery. Uh my buddy Tyree in Northwest India, in India, in Northwest Indiana, excuse me, uh, said the perchers are also working pretty good from shore down there and uh, in the Cal Park mouth, and in front of Hammond Harbor is also a good spot for the Northwest Indiana boaters. Uh, further east, he said one of his buddies sent them some photos of whitefish and Lakers that they caught in the Michigan City area. He said, "Chance, I'm going there tomorrow." <laughs> All right, that, that's my buddy Tyree. He's going to tell everybody about that. Ren Lake, it got cold, it got warm, it got rainy, it got blustery, and it got better. But you know what? If you go to Ren Lake, that's renlake.com for hotel information, restaurants. Uh, definitely work the areas out of the wind. That's where those fish are hanging out and sticking it out and doing quite well. 
Uh, Channel Lakes look to the deeper channels and cuts right now for crappie. Musky anglers are seen working some suckers and jerk baits, but dress warm because the wind is making it cold out there. Up on the Fox River, action in the river, really slow down, really slow down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, until it really gets cold enough, where the warm water discharges that dump into the fox, that will be the magnet to draw lots of fish. And uh, you'd work those warm water discharges areas, and you you pick up some smallmouth, you'll pick up some walleye, you'll pick up some crappie, you'll pick up some bluegill, you might even pick up a you know, a muskie because they are coming down, you know, from the chain. So, you know, you'll never know what you're going to get. Just keep it up and keep trying it. Up north, yeah, hey, up north there in Vitalis County. Um, the smaller lakes and bays, they've got a couple of inches of ice right now, and it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Uh, I prefer four inches or more, not four inches and less. Anything less than four inches is in a glass covered in an amber liquid. Uh, but it may, just might be another week before that really kicks in, uh, and then action should be good up that way. Uh, Lake Geneva, my friends with the side scanners on their boats, said they were seeing lots of fish in 6 to 12 feet of water in the weeds. But they must be thinking about the Packer game this weekend because they, they said they couldn't get one to bite. Uh, they were going crazy. Uh, they went to trolling a little bit longer lines behind their boat and they picked up one walleye but they had to throw it back it wasn't uh, really worth keeping or anything like that but oh i somebody just gave me the signal the flute is playing so that means we're coming to the end of the show. and this is from my good friend he said god gave us everything in pairs two hands two eyes two ears but why only one heart because he gave another to someone else for us to go find. Wow. God gave us everything in pairs. Two hands, two eyes, two ears. But why only one heart? Because he gave another to someone else for us to go find. How very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we're catching, the pheasants we're shooting, and the deer you guys are sitting in the trees looking for. <laughs> We're borrowing it all from our children's children. See you next week.